Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. And now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda. The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda. This episode, The Lost Sheep. Now, Captain, as I explained to your lieutenant and his sergeant, I am not related to him. Because I am the associate editor of the Toronto Chronicle, that's why. There is such a thing as freedom of the press, Captain. At least there was the last time I checked. In fact, I think it's on a very long list of things we're fighting this war over in the first darn place. What's that you say? You cannot give me any information on the recruit in question? That's the first confirmation I have that he's a recruit at all, Captain. I'll be sure to quote you in my story. Confidentiality? Of personal reasons? How about if I produce the boy's mother, Captain? She's darn near frantic and she's got no one else to turn to. I had her down at your office this morning and no one would even look us in the eye, much less talk to us. Baxter! Baxter! Just a minute. No, not you. You listen to me, Captain. That boy is 30 days shy of his 18th birthday no matter what story he spun you. You've got no right to him, you hear me? Oh, patriotic duty? Don't you start lecturing me on noble self-sacrifice, you walking recruiting poster. Baxter, hang up! Listen to me, haircut. That boy's mother is half crazy with worry, and I have no reason to believe that the army isn't pulling boys off the street and shanghaiing them into service. Proof? You talk to me about proof? How about a bunch of lying civil servants and a crying mother? How's that going to play on page one? How's that going to help you meet your quota this month, you mealy-mouthed sack of... Hey, hello? Hello? I had the switchboard disconnect you. Well, what in blazes did you do that for? I was just getting somewhere. You were using this newspaper as a stick to threaten the army and the Canadian government with. There's a word for that, and it rhymes with reason. Don't get hysterical. I'm still the editor-in-chief around here. Hysterical is part of the job description. They can't charge me with anything without answering my questions in the process, Tim. If they want to do this in the headlines, then that's how it'll have to be. Not while I'm running this newsroom. And don't imagine that I don't know your husband could have me removed before lunchtime if you asked him nicely enough. I don't operate that way. This job isn't worth having if it isn't really mine. And no newspaper that Timothy Pearlie runs is going to accuse the local recruiting office of kidnapping. He's 17 years old. Not by much. And half the city knows some kid who enlisted younger. I know you've got a soft spot for the boy, but it's his life, Baxter. If Harry Kelly wants to enlist, you can't stop him. Even if you drag the armed forces in this newspaper through the muck to get him out, you'd only humiliate him, and you wouldn't even slow him down by much. Next month he'll be off again, and there won't be a thing you can do about it. 
Editor Pearly. I don't think... Don't you, Editor Pearly, me! Like this was some purely professional matter! You've lost perspective on this, Baxter. We're at war, and this is just how things work. If this was just another day at the office, Peaches, why won't they tell us where he is? Why don't they tell his mother? What could a 17-year-old kid who had listed on Tuesday possibly be doing that's so secret that they won't just answer my question to shut me up? I don't know. And believe me, if I could shut you up by answering that question, I would. You're all heart, you are. Sure, like you're all brains. Don't get belligerent with me, Baxter. Mrs. Pearly is a redhead, too. And if she never put the scare into me, what chance do you have? Why don't you take a couple of days off? I don't need a vacation, Tim. I need answers. Well, you do what you have to do. But you aren't doing it on behalf of the Daily Chronicle, and I won't have you pretending that you are. My advice is to relax and get your head together. Don't make a bad situation worse. I don't want to see you back here before Monday, do you hear me? Sure thing. Just let me call a car. All right, then. Mother Hen, I need a secure line. I know that, but I need to get in touch with someone, and I need it done fast and quiet. Have you got a contact file for the Danger Federation? It's a little training exercise. That's right. I need to get a message to the Gray Fox. An induction center? This was our target? This was our target? You're late. Traffic was a real bear. Didn't you come in by rocket liner? Yeah. Don't you have sarcasm in Toronto? I thought the rapid response team was supposed to be able to get anywhere in a hurry. You seem to be confusing in a hurry and an hour ago. You requisitioned me a time machine and we'll talk. What is it, Red? You don't even seem glad to see me. Oh, sorry, Foxy. I guess I'm a little high-strung. From anybody else, that's just annoying. From the flying squirrel, that's downright deadly. I guess so. This isn't any training exercise, is it? What gave me away? Your boyfriend has Mr. Amazing out of the RRT headquarters all the time. It never involves traveling faster than the speed of sound to get there. Hmm, the Red Panda thinks Mr. Amazing has potential. He's also the original horse's patootie. If it weren't for Dr. Improbable, I'd have strangled a big cheese dog by now. <laughs> you are kind of an odd trio. They're heroes without ties to a particular city. And my Vancouver privileges have been revoked. Remember? Yeah, I remember. Have you been back? I won't go back. Not even on a mission. The place can sink into the Pacific for all I care. But a little freelance heroing does beat sitting in an internment camp. Yeah. You always get this look, Red. Whenever the camps come up. Like you're the one that sent me there. I'll never live to see an apology out of the people that owe me one, and I don't want one from you. Now, we gonna play or not? We are, in fact, going to play. Rough and tumble or quiet like mice? The latter, with a chance of the former at any moment. I can do that. So, why were we busting into an induction center? We're looking for somebody who was inducted. Well, that's illuminating. Isn't it just, though? This guy have a name? He does. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do to him when we find him? We haven't decided yet. Spectacular. Why am I even here? Because you're the only one that can keep up with me. We both know that's not true. Where's the big fella? Uh, he doesn't know. About what? About this. He doesn't know what I'm doing. Red, 
I know neither one of us is exactly big on the girl talk, but this soldier boy we're looking for, he's not, um... This isn't gonna get socially awkward, is it? No! First of all, I'm a one-man squirrel. Secondly, ew. Look, his name is Harry Kelly. We've known him since he was a little boy, and now he's run off and joined up. There's a lot of that going around. He's 17, and the minute he walked into that building, he disappeared like he never existed. Again, this is kind of a common theme. Not this one. We've lost a lot of friends in this war already. A lot of men who face danger with us a hundred times. Your agents? A lot of them never made it back from Dieppe. Those that did are sitting in a camp in England waiting for a chance to get thrown back at the coast of France. I lost the red... I lost the red panda for a year, Foxy, and it's a miracle he made it back at all. I swore I was going to keep this one boy safe. That's a pretty big promise that you made, Red. Nobody's safe. Not anymore. Are you saying you won't help me? Take on the army and the government? Have we met? Gray Fox, dangerous vigilante with a chip on her shoulder. How are you? <laughs> That's my foxy. So, did you find out which shearing station they sent your little lost lamb to? Uh, thank you for avoiding slaughterhouse analogies. I'm so pleased you noticed. They shipped him out to an assessment camp about 20 miles outside of a town called Sultan. Where the heck is that? On the railroad line, northwest of Sudbury. There's no military facility there. No, there isn't. Except apparently there is. And apparently Harry Kelly was sent there. For assessment. Yes. Okay, this is officially both weird and creepy. Thank you. Where did you park that rocket glider? Hang on. Those controls are pre-programmed. It brought me here from the base, and then it brings me back. You can't just fly them around. Maybe you can't. I can drive anything. Hot chocolate! About time we had us a night on the town. This look like your kind of town, Foxy? That town looked like a couple of huts and a three-seater outhouse. The camp is actually a little worse. Hmm. Place looks deserted. After that stunt you pulled with the glider? I can't imagine why. I don't know what you're talking about. You came in like a meteor to the south, then looped around real low and quiet to the north. My guess is the whole base is out to the south looking for something that crashed in the woods. Let's call it something that nearly crashed in the woods and leave it at that. Are you saying it wasn't intentional? Everything is intentional if it worked, Foxy. You know that. This way. Stay low. Over here. What is it? I got administration offices over there. Should there be this many signs on a secret base? It's only a secret if you don't know about it. That's deep. You should write grading cards. Thanks. Keep in the shadows. It's locked. Let me at it. Keep your eyes peeled. Okay, we're in. What are we looking for? We need to find out where Harry is. I need to talk to him. Shouldn't we just stick the place out? Watch for him in the morning? You want to commit to a full 24 hours of skulking in the trees? It's an interesting point. I got a records room over here. Nice. No guards. You feel like this is too easy? A little bit. Hold on. There. The door's wired. We open that and the whole place will be on our heads. It's only one little army camp. I didn't say I didn't like our odds, but this is a little simpler. Okay, we're good. Right. Oh, boy. Think more than a few kids have passed through here? I hope these files are alphabetical. 
We don't have that much time before they give up trying to find us in the woods and find us raiding the cookie jar. Bad news is they aren't alphabetical. Good news is they're by date. Look for anything recent. I got it. This week's hit parade. There are about a hundred files in here. Hey. Kelly. Kelly. I got it. Kelly. Harry. Private. Oh, boy. What does it say? Nothing. It's... it's empty. That doesn't make sense. None of the others are empty. Wait. There's one sheet. Oh, this is nothing. What does it say? Transferred. Unit M1, Camp 6. This morning, by the look of it. We didn't miss your friend by much. A miss is as good as a mile. While I was playing girl reporter, they were sending him to some mystery camp who knows where. And look at this. Not even a file or a record, just a placeholder with a date on it. If his name wasn't on that folder, it would be like he was never here. Well, the army loves their secrets. He's just a kid. What are you into, Harry? No offense, Red, but the more spy novel this gets, the less inclined I am to get caught here. We need to figure out where this Camp 6 is and what Unit M1 is about. Great. Look for a cabinet labeled Super Secret Plans. Wait. There's an airstrip here. Think they flew him out? Maybe. So what? So secret base or not, there must have been a flight plan filed. Okay, but let's make it quick. We've been standing in one place too long for my liking. We won't get another shot at this, Fox. They'll spot your hot wire job on the alarms and know they've been rumbled. The whole camp could be gone tomorrow, and that's my last chance of finding Harry shot. I got daily reports right here. Duty logs, flight plan. That's my girl. Only one flight out today. Manifest has no names. Personnel M1. That's it! Flight was headed for a transfer station. Looks like it's about an hour outside Ottawa, but... There's no base there? There isn't supposed to be. That's where we're going. Let me see the coordinates. Okay, but make it snappy, Red. We gotta get out of here. I'm afraid you won't be going anywhere, young lady. Oh, swell. I don't know what you're playing at, but you two are in a good deal of trouble. No, Colonel. You are. Fox, don't! <laughs> <laughs> You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com. Hey, this may sound like a funny question given that we're basically strapped to a rocket. Yes? But are we going a little fast? We're running out of time, Fox. Even if that colonel didn't recognize us, he'll be able to give a pretty good description. The whole blasted army will be on the lookout for us. When they find him and... When he comes to... You scared the bejeebers out of me, you know. What do you mean? I thought you'd kill them. You could tell a girl you had those electric doodads. The stingers? Your boyfriend made them for me. What? He said that you wanted me on the team, but he's not real comfortable with the whole deadly force thing. So we made these. Same size and weight as my side, but with an electric punch. He didn't tell you? We've uh, both been kind of busy. Well, he invented a pretty sweet gizmo just to give you someone to play with, and... Look how well that's worked out so far. Yeah, he's gonna be thrilled. You probably should have just brought him. He could have erased Bubba's memory, or made him tell us what he knew. I could have done that quick draw. I could have hit Colonel Haircut with a truth serum if you hadn't knocked him out. I'm not sure exactly how I was supposed to know that. It's a fair point. But this airstrip we're headed for, it's just supposed to be a transfer station. So? So if we're going to find Harry, we're going to have to find somebody who can tell us where he went. And since I don't want to beat it out of them or put the question real rough-like, that means using the serum on them, not the stingers. Duly noted. How much of that serum have you got? One dose. One? I ain't a walking drugstore, okay? 
We're gonna have to get pretty lucky to find somebody who can pull records on your untraceable friend and his unit that doesn't exist with our one dose of truth serum. Yeah. What kind of luck have we been having so far? It's an interesting point. Gotta figure even the high-ups at a place like this may not know much. But they may know who does. What do you mean? If we run the table and land somebody who can give us Harry Kelly's new address, fantastic. If not, somebody high up at a transfer point that doesn't officially exist ought to know who does know where Unit M1 Camp 6 is, right? How high the clearance is, that kind of thing? <laughs> Foxy, I knew I brought you along for a reason. And here I thought it was because I came with a rocket glider. Well, there is that. Good times. This is crazy. This is crazy! Stop saying that! What if the Major you whacked full of Pentathal had said the records on Unit M1 were on the moon? Quiet! I'm crazy, but this is just antisocial. Foxy, pipe down or wait in the glider, okay? Red, can you for once try and see when you're in over your little cowled head? We've been over half the province tonight following a trail that dead ends every eight minutes. Oh, it hasn't dead ended once. It dead ended when that Major told you the only records were in the Prime Minister's. Study. Quiet! Guards. Where? Down there, four of them. They don't look that wide awake. Maybe no one has ever made it this far before. Maybe no one has been this stupid before. I admit, it's a possibility. Squirrel, we've done a number of things tonight that are going to get our delicate little wrists slapped. But if we were going to stop before we went way, way too far, this would be the moment. I understand. You do? Yes. Wait in the glider. I'll be ten minutes. Darn it, that isn't what I'm saying. If you're going in, I'm going in. But can you please stop and think about what comes next? Even if you find what you're looking for. What comes next? I'll deal with that. When? Next. Has anyone ever told you you're a very stubborn girl? It has come up, yes. So what about the guards? No way this ends good. Best thing to do is end it fast. We can do that. These are good guys, Fox. I don't want to break a lot of noses. A gas grenade? Knockout gas. There'll be a panic button if one of them has time to hit it. I'll deal with it. Stay up here until the gas cloud clears. You aren't immune, and I don't feel like carrying you. Here goes. (laughs) Not bad. Except that it's all bad. Yeah, except that. And it kind of takes the wind out of my argument when you make my point for me. Sorry. Stay here a minute. I'm going to find a closet to drag the slumber party to. What the? Red? I think we got company. What is it? I saw movement from the shadows over there. Don't get jumpy. I'm telling you, I saw it. I have night vision. I'm telling you, there's nothing. Get down here and help me. Odds are good these boys are supposed to call in on a regular schedule. We don't have a lot of time. So bring that one over already. Over here. Holy cats, what are they feeding these guys? Mm, Your tax dollars aren't at work. Nice. Are we just stacking them, or is there a way you do this? Just stack them. They'll be all right. All right. Let's go. Wait. Door's wired. I don't think it's an alarm. It's a buzzer. I think it unlocks the door. Let's not find out, shall we? I'll do this the old-fashioned way. Okay, we're in. Good. Here we go. Big place. Lots of space. Are you here to kick the tires or rifle the place? Can't I do both? Through here. I still can't believe we're in the Prime Minister's study. Would it help complete the illusion if the Prime Minister were here? It might. How'd you do that with your voice? Um, Foxy? Uh, That was the Prime Minister, wasn't it? Yeah. He's... 
standing right behind me, isn't he? Yeah. Hi. Hello. It is the Grey Fox, isn't it? Uh, you know, I signed the order permitting you to leave the internment camp. Yeah. You signed the order that put me in there, too, so don't expect me to curtsy. Good. We understand one another, at least. And as I recall from our last meeting, the flying squirrel does not impress easily. She does not. You two ladies have caused considerable trouble tonight. You have pried into official secrets. You have assaulted at least two military personnel, to say nothing of whatever you did to get past my guards, and you have made unauthorized use of government property. After all of that, you're really going to dwell on the rocket glider? What if I am? That's a Danger Federation glider. The Danger Federation has no actual property. They are a publicity stunt, meant to sell war bonds. The Major had the notion that they might do some actual good, and I have humored her thus far. But when you begin to use the group as cover for your reckless pursuit of your own agendas... Agenda, my eye! This is a boy's life we're talking about! You are concerned with the life of one young man. I am concerned with millions. Isn't that convenient? Unit M1. Is classified information. I've colored pretty far outside the lines tonight, sir. What makes you think I'm going to stop just because you say no? Because I do not believe you are a traitor. Not everything you find personally inconvenient is treason. And not everything that annoys you is evil to be defeated. I'm losing my patience. Unit M1, Camp 6. I have said all that I intend to on the subject. Fox? We can knock him out and toss the place if you like, Red. But I was already a traitor for being born with Japanese parents. Trust me, you won't like it. Maybe not. Perhaps I can spare you the decision. Get out of my office! Who says so? They say so. You! Uh-oh. I took the liberty of contacting the Danger Federation when news of your exploits began to spread. Hi. Hello. I thought... You were on a training exercise. I was. We won't have any more difficulty, will we, Red Panda? It would be difficult for the nation's morale if I were forced to disband the team and outlaw your members. Yes, sir. There'll be no more trouble, Prime Minister. Excellent. Good evening, gentlemen. Ladies. White Knight, Mr. Amazing, can you see that the Gray Fox gets home? Confirmed. Night, Red. Sorry about... you know. Thanks, Foxy. Good night. Hey, Red. It was fun. Yeah. Where did you park the glider? This way. You're mad. Yes. I couldn't just walk away, Gus. I couldn't just... I couldn't just let him go. Keeping Harry safe was a thing that kept me sane when you were gone. You could have got yourself killed. Or someone else. Or made us outlaws all over again. And I'm not entirely certain our identities are quite as secret as they once were. I don't care about any of that. You could have waited for me. You'd have said no. When you were gone... When you were gone, I was the boss. I made the calls and I got pretty good at it. Except tonight. Except tonight. So you're mad. You're stubborn and reckless, and you hate losing almost as much as you despise anyone else's authority. How mad can I be? You're exactly like me. I love you, too. 
You could have at least hypnotized him to find out where Harry is. I was too busy hypnotizing him into not having you shot. But I'll take it under advisement. That's tough but fair. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 89, The Lost Sheep, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Stephen Burley, Andrea Lyons, Michael Booth, Peter Nickel, Clarissa Dunderlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. Ah, Saturday's Story Circle in the Mutual Audio Network. A time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with adventure, humor, and fun. Speaking of family-friendly, have you listened to Bells in the Bathroom? Catch it on Friday Follies and every other week on Sunday Showcase. It's a time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with stinky puns, odd characters, and bizarre plots, such as they are. Bells in the Bathroom on the Mutual Audio Network. It will have your family going around in circles.